It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, it's a Wednesday morning, June the 14th already. I hope the middle of the week finds you fighting fit and well, no matter what real estate negotiations you might be in the middle of. Remember, property, 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 seven days a week. It's what we are talking about. And if you've got any questions or suggestions, you can email us. The email address is myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Well, yesterday we were finding out all about Adelaide and what the latest property news from there was with Catherine Skinner. And this morning we are taking you back into Turak, Melbourne to get a bit of an update on the premium property market there with Antoinette Nido from RT Edgar. Because despite uh, challenging economic conditions, including, of course, these 12 consecutive interest rate rises and uncertainty in the Australian residential property market, the high-end segment has shown remarkable resilience and continues really to just push through and to thrive, particularly in the affluent area of Turak, which has witnessed some pretty impressive sales. So this morning we're going to explore the reasons behind this market performance. And good morning, Antoinette. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning, Craig. Thank you for having me. So it is, isn't it? It's just kind of powering forward. And, you know, one of the reasons for that is that a lot of this is sort of cash uh, sale. You know, they're not sort of so much reliant on the mortgage. And there's a few things we're going to discuss this morning. That's correct. So we'll have a look at the fundamentals of the market. What are the factors that are leading to such an undersupply of very high-end luxury property? We'll have a look at what is the typical demographic of the buyer and where they're coming from. Importantly, what are these cashed up buyers looking for and what are the key factors driving the shortage? All right, so we will come back to Antoinette in just a moment and discuss all of that coming out of Turak this morning. It's like diving into a treasure trove of real estate gold nuggets just waiting to be explored with us on The Real Estate Podcast. Keep updated with the latest real estate news, economist predictions, property sales, or what's trending right now. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. Well, I saw that yesterday investors affected by Melissa Caddick's $23 million fraud, now they're making some progress in recovering their funds. Assets including Caddick's house, jewellery, artwork and cars have been listed 
liquidated, totalling millions of dollars, and the Australian Taxation Office is also set to return $1 million in taxes. And realestate.com.au yesterday showed a couple of the properties in Sydney. Absolutely stunning views from ill-gotten gains at the expense of mum and dad investors. So it's good that they're making some progress with all of that. If you're celebrating your birthday for the 14th of June, happy birthday to you. Boy George is celebrating his 62nd birthday today. That Come a Chameleon song. Talk about get into your head back in the 1980s. Steffi Graff, uh, the retired tennis player, she's turning 53. And the Donald, Donald Trump, is turning 76 today. I wonder in 12 months' time for his 77th whether he will be in prison. It's the main centre forecast. We will wait and see. All right, let's head around the country and check on the weather for this Wednesday morning. First, we go to Sydney, expecting sunshine and 18 degrees. If you're in Melbourne, good morning. Partly cloudy skies, a possible shower for you with 15 as your forecast top. In Brisbane, expect mainly fine and sunny skies, 25. And in Perth, well, it should be mainly dry but expect one or two showers. I think about a 40% chance and 19 is your forecast high. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And we are back in Turak this morning, back talking to Antoinette Nido from RT Edgar, dealing in some of those premium properties in Turak. So let's kick it off this morning, Antoinette. What factors are contributing to the limited availability of high-end properties on the market right now, do you think? Look, it's a fundamental issue of demand and supply. On the demand side, there is a rise in the numbers of ultra-rich. So the last stats show that in 2021 in Australia, there was an over 10% rise in what we're calling the ultra-rich with a high net worth of 35 million or more. Now that is significantly higher than for general population increase in the commensurate times. And these cashed up buyers are demanding trophy properties. On the supply side, there is a very finite supply. But what we're seeing more and more is that the owners of these high-value estates are hanging on to them or passing them down from one generation to the next. So they are the two factors really pushing up prices in that very high-end market. All right, so let's uh, have a look at who comprises the buyer demographic for these high-end properties. And probably just as important is what specific features are they seeking? Because, you know, with these hefty price tags, there is definitely discernment going on in terms of what they're after. The sorts of properties which are in high demand largely are turnkey, but properties that are in high demand are large parcels of land, prime locations, 
and a home that may require a little bit of updating, but which is in essence ready to go for a family. You know, multiple bedrooms, tennis courts, swimming pools, all the bells and whistles. In terms of who the buyers are and where they're coming from, it's very, very interesting from where I'm sitting, Craig. I would have on my books at the moment at least half a dozen of highly qualified buyers, anywhere from that 20 to $60 million range. They're an interesting bunch. Some of them are local, what I call tech billionaires that have made a lot of money, they've developed a business, they've done an IPO and they're very cashed up. And they are young, local, you know, hip, cool group of young people that I'm working with. The other buyers that are prominent are overseas buyers. So Hong Kong is an area where buyers are coming in with very significant budgets, but it's not only, you know, China as well, but it's also, you know, Europe, some of the Middle Eastern states that we're seeing, Dubai, London. It's a very global market and Australia is seen as a very safe haven to invest your money. You know, it's quite interesting when you're talking about the younger people that have made so much money. The first one that comes to mind is Ed Craven, of course, the crypto king. And he's already done a lot of transaction. He's only in his 20s. I mean, incredibly young. But when you talk about discernment, it's kind of a different sort of a look for these younger type of multi-millionaire. So with old money, of course, we knew what was the sort of characteristics that they would look for, but the younger ones, uh, hey, this is a different ball game. Uh, it is, but look, these young entrepreneurs that have made the money often have well-heeled advisors. They've made their money because they're astute, but they do look at the fundamentals and obviously value. Someone who can afford to spend $50 million on a property, they're pretty astute. Yeah, oh, to have $50 million to slap down on a property this morning. And I've got a property to ask you about. In what way does a recent sale in Wernside Avenue exemplify the prevailing trends in the top end of the luxury property market, do you think? The sale of one Wernside Avenue in Turak absolutely tells the picture of what's happening in the market. It's a magnificent crescent that runs from Albany Road to Hopeton Road. And some of the people who live there are Australia's richest business people. So a lot of your BRW rich listers are overrepresented in Wernside Avenue. It had a very broad frontage, a 40 metre frontage, which smacks, you know, trophy property. If a billionaire is going to spend that amount of money on a property, street appeal and street presence is the number one factor that catches their eye. So first impressions do count. The home itself was a magnificent turnkey property and built to the highest international standards. I called it, uh, you know, a Four Seasons resort because that's what it was like. And uh, just to finish us up uh, this morning, uh, what is your forecast? I guess we could look for the next uh, four to six months into the future with regard to Australia's top end of the luxury market. How do you think that's going to play out? I think it will continue to strengthen 
because the ultra top end is not really subject to fluctuations in the in the economy like other sectors it's more related to executive salaries share market and how other investments are performing and the key thing here is that there is a growth in the number of ultra-rich people which are demanding the trophy properties and a finite supply. And I think those two fundamental factors of demand and supply will keep demand high and prices buoyant. So my prediction is that it will continue to go from strength to strength. All right, we'll leave it there. Thank you, Antoinette. Enjoy your Wednesday morning in the very affluent suburb of Turak, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. Thank you.